Hey guys, welcome to the hashtag Get Real Woke podcast. I'm your host, Frederick D. Scott, and today is Situation Saturday. This is the time in the week where I come on and I take business and finance topics that are current and relevant to our community, and I break them down to help the community hashtag make it make sense so that way the community is better armed and better equipped to achieve the things that they want to achieve personally or professionally uh, in their lives. Now, with that said, before I jump in today's topic, I need everybody to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit your bell notifications, leave me a comment at the bottom of this video to let me know what you think, and make sure you hit the join button to join the hashtag Real Woke Live Chat community. Okay, today's topic that I want to talk about is wealth building secrets. Now, the reason why I'm doing this topic is because, you know, I always see, it seems like there's a new financial guru that appears every day to try to talk to our community, provide advice, and do all of these great, wonderful things. And the vast majority of them, 99% of them, I would, I would venture to say, have no track record, no credentials, no licensing, no certifications, no industry experience, nothing. They just wake up one day and decide they're financial gurus and want to talk to the community. And, you know, it's funny because I just saw a new video come up today and I just shook my head like, really, really? The worst part about it is because they lack experience, training, credentials, you know, all the things you would need to be considered a financial expert, a lot of what they tell you is wrong. And, you know, I'm, I'm tired of people, I, I'm tired of seeing the ebooks, I'm tired of seeing the books, I'm tired of seeing the videos that, that have these, oh, I'm going to teach you how to become wealthy, I'm going to teach you how to become rich, I'm going to teach you how to blah, 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 and they want to sell you a course, they want to sell you a book, and they swear they have all the answers. This video is going to demystify the process of, of building wealth because it really isn't difficult. If you want to know the truth of the situation, there is no get-rich-quick scheme. There is no shortcut. It's actually six simple steps. And as long as you just adhere to the six simple principles, you will build wealth over time. And, and, and that's just what it is. So let's go ahead. Without further ado, I'm going to jump into this. So like I said, in my view, in my opinion, and I've actually made quite a bit of money over the course of my career, so I think I can speak to this from firsthand experience, right? I've, I've made the mistakes. I've had the successes. I've had the failures. I've made money, lost money, made money again, been able to save money, invest money, put uh, diversify uh, my 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 capital into different asset classes and businesses to keep it growing. So I I, I know what it takes, and and you know, so I, I'm I'm going to tell you what I believe is is the key, and and it's really simple to be quite honest with you. It's so very simple. 
there are six, in my view, there are six principles that you need to understand to be able to build wealth. You have to understand these principles. You have to internalize these principles. You have to live by these principles every single day. And you simply just cannot deviate, right? You just stick to these things and you'll get there. I promise you, you'll get there. Now, so what are the six things you need? It's fairly simple. You need time. You need knowledge. You need consistent execution. You need strategy. You need discipline. You need relationships. That's it. That is all it takes. That is really all it takes. So with that said, y'all, that's all I got for y'all today. I'm hollering. I'm not playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. That's not, that's not the case. I'm going to break down each one of these step by step. Okay, look. So now that I've told you what the six things are, let's take each one of them point by point and, and break them down so you can really see how simple this really, really is, right? And it, it, and it, and it, it, it's so simple, it's, it's actually common sense. But common sense isn't common, so that's why I'm doing this video, right? Now, time. Time is probably the most important part of this whole situation to building wealth. Building wealth is about the, I, the most important aspect of it is time. What we call on Wall Street time horizon, right? Think about it like this. And this is the best way I can explain how time works in a situation like this. The more time you have on this earth, the more breaths you have left in your body, the more money that you can make. Does that make sense? So someone that is a fresh 18-year-old and someone that is a 60-year-old, now think about it like this. One's 18, one's 60. Everything else is equal. They have the same knowledge. They have the same experience. They have the same relationships. They have the same execution abilities. Uh, they have the same strategy, et cetera, et cetera. Both of them start on day one to creating wealth. The 20-year-old will create more, or I'm sorry, the 18-year-old will create more wealth than the 60-year-old will. Why? Because the 60-year-old has less time left on this earth for which to use to create wealth, right? And the 18-year-old still has a full life ahead of him. He's going to, he or she is naturally going to create more opportunities, create more money, and build more wealth than the 60, the 60 year old. That just is what it is. So time, the more time you have left, like for example, me, I'm 36 years old. You know, I started off in finance in my early twenties, right? So I've got 15 years of doing this now. So, you know, I, I got a chance to start really, really early and I'm really, really fortunate about that, right? But time horizon is so important. The more time you have, the more wealth you can create. The less time you have, the less wealth you can create. I want to demonstrate this in, 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 a, in a model. I want to show you a compound interest calculator, and you can actually go to investor.gov and pull up this exact same one. So I'm going to share my screen, and I just want to show you what time looks like you know, when, when you're investing, how time works and why the value of time is so important. Okay. So what I've done is a simple calculation. What I've done is if you can see it on the screen here, let me make sure you guys can see it on the screen. Yes, you can. Okay. 
So what I did here was I said, okay, the initial investment, we're going to start off with $50,000 and don't worry. Cause a lot of you guys are saying, wait, I don't even got $50,000. So this ain't even applied to me. You do have $50,000. You just don't know it. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Now, let's say you start with $50,000, right? And every month you put in $2,500. You do this for 10 years and you get a 10% interest rate year over year. After 10 years, you would have $607,809.86. That's what you would have. Now let's look at it at 30 years, right? And this is how time plays a factor. Let's look at it at 30 years. Look at what you do in 30 years. Same, same numbers, same situation, doing the same thing every single month, starting with the same $50,000. You diligently put in the $2,500 every single month for a 30-year period of time, and you only make a 10% interest rate. Over 30 years, you'd have made $5,807,290.79. That's what you would have made. Now, think about it if you're 18 and you, or let's just say you're 20 and you do this for 30 years. Okay. So if you do it for 30 years, you'll be 50 years old. If a 60 year old does it for 30 years, well, they're not going to make it 30 years. They'll be dead before they get there. So do you see how time plays a factor in, in wealth growth and wealth creation? And this is what I, this example that I used here. This is what a typical index fund looks like. It pays between a 10 to 12% per annum rate of return over a 10-year period of time. This is why I always preach to, you know, especially burgeoning investors, new investors, and even experienced investors. I always preach that you should have index funds as a part of your uh, investment portfolio because, again, it's passive income. And, and what is passive income? Passive income is simply income that you just have to sit the money there and it will grow on its own. Money grows exponentially on itself over time. The more time the money has to work, the more money is going to multiply from that money's work. That's just how it works. It's no more complicated or simple than that. And so, you know, you see a lot of people slaving and killing themselves to make money, not realizing that they, what they really need to be doing is putting the money to work for itself, right? Making the money work. And, and we're going to get into that as, as we continue talking here. But I just wanted to show you how, how time plays a factor, right? And time plays a factor in so many other ways. And, and, and we're going to talk about that when we move into the next thing, which we're going to do now, which is knowledge, right? Knowledge. The second principle that you must have to be able to consistently build and create wealth is knowledge. Why is that? There is no substitution for the proper command of subject matter. None. Knowledge is everything. If you do not have the knowledge you are not going to be able to create wealth. Why is that? Because without the knowledge, you don't know the right moves to make. You don't know if the investments you're making are smart or savvy. You don't know if the business you're starting is going to succeed. 
you don't have the ability to develop the right types of investment strategies, business strategies, et cetera, et cetera. And because of that, right, it is impossible for you to be able to create wealth. Well, let's say nearly impossible, right? And we'll get to, you know, the, the anomalies in a second, right? So there's knowledge. Now, how do you gain knowledge? Knowledge is gained again we're back to time, which is why time is the most important thing. Knowledge is gained through time. What I know after 15 years of doing the same thing over and over and over again is a lot different than what I knew from day one, right? My knowledge base has expanded and increased exponentially because of the time invested into my craft. I love what I do. I do the same thing every day. I'm not going to do anything different with my life overall. This is what I do. I am a private equity investor. I'm a business consultant. I'm a philanthropist. That's it. I do other things. Sure. I sit on a few boards. Sure. Yes, I am a contributing writer for Entrepreneur Magazine as well. Yes, I do those things. But at the core of me, I'm a business and finance person. That's it. That's all I'm ever going to be. That's what I love. That's what I do. That's what I've dedicated the better part of my adult life to doing. So because I've made that level of a commitment and dedication, of course, I've been able to gain knowledge on a number of different things over that course of time. And I imagine that, you know, when I'm 20, 25, 30 years into this, I'm going to be even more knowledgeable and even better at what I do because of the benefit of the knowledge I've gained over the time that I've been doing a thing. So knowledge is gained through time, right? But knowledge is very important. You cannot succeed or build wealth without knowledge. And so now let me be very clear because knowledge, it's the right kind of knowledge, right? So there's a number of things that are going to be useful to you when you're gaining knowledge. You have to become a student of knowledge if you want to succeed and create wealth. Anything you can learn, you want to learn it. Even if you just get a top level understanding of it, you want to learn it. Learn as much as you can. Never stop learning. So when I tell you time horizon, okay, an 18-year-old has more time to gain knowledge than a 60-year-old does. A 60-year-old is already past that time of gaining knowledge. They're still gaining because they're 60. But again, you know, they, 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 that knowledge that that 18 year old can gain if all things are equal and they start on the same day, the 60 year old cannot gain the type of knowledge that the 18 year old can gain. They just don't have the same time, the, the same time horizon. They just don't have it. Different time horizons. And so the 18 year old will again, create more wealth and be more successful over time because of the time he has. That's it. He or she has. That's it. It's that simple. So knowledge is the second part of this. Consistent execution is the third. Let's talk about consistent execution. Consistent execution means you get up every day and you grind. Building wealth is a work in progress. It is always work. You are always working. You will never stop working. You're always looking for the next investment, the next diversification, the next asset class, you're always adjusting your investment portfolio based on current economic situations. So that way you continue to hit your targeted rate of return. It is a job. Creating wealth is a job in itself because 
you know, making the money is one thing. And I'm going to talk about this a little later. Making the money is one thing. Keeping the money and growing the money is a whole nother thing. And making money really is just entry level. That's just the first step. Like you made the money. Congratulations. That's great. But at the end of the day, are you going to be able to keep it and grow it? And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But consistent execution is very simple. No, you're not going to execute perfect every time you go to execute, especially when you first start out in your career. You're not. But you're going to make your best effort to execute flawlessly every day, day in, day out, seven days a week. Everything you do, you are going to put your 100% all into it, and you are going to try to execute to the best of your ability. And over time, you see, we're back to time again, right? That's why I said time is so important. Over time, you're going to learn things. Here's where that knowledge comes in that are going to make you a better executor. You're going to be able to execute at a higher level at a more uh, quality, credible level as you continue to gain experience, as you continue to gain knowledge, as time continues to pass, right? Because experience is nothing but the lessons you learn and apply from the mistakes you've made over the course of your career. More mistakes you make, more lessons you learn, more experience you have, more you know not to do these certain things and do different things, right? And so execution, consistent execution is, again, a time factor. You get better at being a consistent executor the more time you practice executing. That is just how it works. There is no deviation. That's it. That is what I have for you on consistent execution. Let's talk about strategy. So now the fourth the fourth step here is strategy. See, strategy comes in, you know, you start a business that business starts making money, you got to have the strategies. And first of all, you got to have a strategy in place to understand what you want to do with your business over the next year, three years, five years, 10 years, you got to have a long-term strategy. If your strategy is right and you start making money, now you have to have the strategy to be able to reinvest that money. What percentage are you going to reinvest back into the business? What percentage are you going to put in passive income streams like uh, uh, index funds, mutual funds, uh, cryptocurrency, real estate, etc. What percentage of your money are you going to break down? How much of your money are you going to save? All of these things, your rainy day fund, right? Saving your rainy day fund. So all of these things, this is all strategy, right? And so to be a good strategist, because wealth building is about having great strategies and being able to come up with great strategies year over year over year, that continues to grow your wealth. And so how do you learn these great strategies? Well, the way you learn these great strategies is again with time, right? When you start a business the first time, if you've never started a business before, chances are you're going to fail. 98% of businesses that start in the United States fail. And the reason why that is, is because the business owners do not yet have the experience and the knowledge base and the time under their belt to know what they're really doing. So what you'll find is if you start a business, it's your first time starting a business, it's likely that you're going to fail. That's okay because you're going to start another business and you and all those lessons you've learned from that time you had that business, you're going to apply to the new business. The new business will do better than the first business because of the level of experience you have now, the level of knowledge that you have now, right? And 
in the time that you have now. And that second business may fail. It may. But if you keep doing it consistently, your strategy is going to get to a level to where that business is going to start raking some real money. And that's going to open the door for you. Now you've made the money. Now you got to keep the money. And that, again, is a whole nother conversation, a whole nother situation, a whole nother set of circumstances. And so wealth building and wealth creation it, it, over time, what you realize is the wealth building part is the most important part. The wealth creation part, yeah, I mean, that's not that difficult. It's the wealth building part. That's where the real strategy and knowledge comes into play. Right. So I just wanted to share that with you as well. OK. The fifth thing that you need is discipline, discipline. Why do you need discipline? Because you have to be disciplined enough while you're putting in the time to be willing to do the same things over and over again every day, to be willing to make the commitment to execute to the best of your ability every day, to continue to reassess, reevaluate your strategies, continue to develop strategies. You have to have the discipline to want to learn what you need to know to be able to be successful and create the kind of wealth you want to create. So there's a disciplined aspect to this as well. And I think that, you know, a lot of people fall down in the discipline. You know, discipline is understanding that I just made a hundred grand. I'm not going to go out and buy the new Louis bag. I'm not going to go out and buy the new Louboutins. I'm not doing none of that. I'm going to reinvest this money into my business and into other uh, money making investments that are going to grow my wealth long term. I think what happens a lot of times, especially when people first start making money, is that they want to cut the pie too quickly. And what do I mean by cutting the pie too quickly? Essentially, what happens is they're so excited that they got the money, especially us that come from impoverished communities. And I want you to know that I'm a victim of this too. I did When I first started making money, I definitely fell into the simple ninja mentality, right? I wanted to live the life. I wanted to have all the great, wonderful things that I never had access to before. So I ran out and spent money on a whole bunch of needless things, a whole bunch of, you know, worthless things. And instead of investing that money, into uh, uh, wealth creation type investments. And had I have, you know, invested all the money I wasted, I would have made even more money than they already have, right? But again, the time horizon. I know better now at 36, when I was in my early 20s, you know, mid 20s, I, I didn't know better. I, I made the mistakes. So I'm not saying that you're not going to make mistakes along your wealth building journey. What I'm saying is that over time, you are going to begin to understand very key and important things. You are going to develop a level of discipline that is required to continue to grow wealth. But again, that can only happen if you have sufficient enough time to be able to learn the things you need to learn. So the last thing is relationships. You've probably heard me say this before. You're going to hear me say this a lot more because uh, it is very much a mantra of mine. Uh, money, and this is something, again, I learned the hard way, right? Money does not make the world go round. Money does not make the world go round. People do. 
People make the world work. People make the world go around. Everywhere that something needs to be done, there's a person to do it. Period. Money is nothing but a byproduct of your quality relationships. That's really all it is. So if you really want to know what your money looks like, all you have to do or what the quality of your relationships are, all you got to do is open your bank account on any given day and take a look. If you're not happy at what you see, then you need to reevaluate your relationships. See, relationships and networking and, and getting out there, you know, you can have the greatest product in the world. You can have the greatest service in the world. If nobody knows about it, if nobody hears about it, uh, it's like a light hidden under a bushel. It really doesn't matter. Relationships open doors that you cannot open. And so I can speak firsthand to the value of relationships because, you know, I come from an impoverished community. I come from a very poor home. And so like many of you out there, my relationships that I grew up with, right, the, the people I knew from, ch from childhood, most of them come from impoverished backgrounds as well. So you see where you know, relationships, as you begin to grow in your business, you have to establish and form new relationships. And the only way that you're going to do that is if you're out networking, meeting people, talking to people, uh, telling people about your business or what you're doing, your passion, things like that. That's how you form new relationships. That's how you build deeper bonds. You know, you help people, they help you, etc. You build these deeper bonds and other doors open for you. And as those doors open, a new set of relationships comes with those doors. And the better your relationships are, the more money you make. And so I want to give you a good example of what I'm talking about with that. And uh, so let me share my screen. And 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 I want to I just want to share this with you. Right. So there's this gentleman. His name is. Gutam Adani. So Gutam Adani uh, right now is worth $62.3 billion. Now, over the last four or so days, because, you know, this just came out recently. So over the last, I'll say about a week now, he's lost about $4 billion, right? But I want you to know that, and the reason why I'm sharing, and, I, and feel free to look this guy up and, and, and study this guy. He's an Indian guy. Here's the interesting thing about him. The interesting thing about him is that $50 billion of his growth, of his worth, happened in a year. It happened uh, last year, as a matter of fact. He made $50 billion of his worth just last year. And when you dig into it and you research it, you realize a lot of that came from government contracts and government relationships. Again, relationships, right? Because how did he get the contracts? Had he not have had the relationships, he would not have been able to successfully secure those contracts. Had he not had the knowledge to be able to write or had people on his team that had the knowledge to be able to write uh, very impressive uh, bid proposals uh, and put together the marketing collateral that surrounds and the, and the pitch decks that surround the bid proposal to be able to successfully impress the right people. So not only did he have the relationships, but he had the knowledge to be able to put together a well thought out bid proposal. And because of that, he was able to get these government contracts. And because he was able to get these government contracts, right, he was able to increase his family's holdings by $50 billion in a year. It's just crazy. But it's possible. It's doable. It's, again, having the right relationships, right? So now, so those are the six steps that you really need to, to, to create wealth and, and grow wealth. These are the six steps you need. So 
Now, here's, here's the funny thing, right? Now, a lot of you are going to say, ooh, it's hot in here. So a lot of y'all are going to say, uh, well, Frederick, in your first example, you know, when you showed the compound interest calculator, you know, you started out with a $50,000 investment. Boy, I ain't got $50,000 laid nowhere. So I don't even, I can't even get started because I don't have $50,000. Well, see, that's why this is what hashtag for the free Friday is about, right? This is why I teach you step-by-step step everything you need to know to be able to create the level of success that you want to create on Fridays. This is the reason why I do this. And the reason why is because, and you know, when I first started, I started with, you know, the successful mindset, right? Help you understand the type of mindset that you need to develop to be able to create the level of success you want. I then moved into my credit mastery series, which I'm still doing currently. The reason why I start that way is because what you don't realize, right, coming for, especially if you're coming from an impoverished home, impoverished community, et cetera, et cetera, is that as long as you have great credit, you have money. Great credit in a job, this is really what you need is great credit in a job. As long as you have great credit in a job or a profitable business, you have money. You have money. You have it. You can go in if you got great credit in a job and you can borrow you know, you can get a credit card with 10, 15 grand on it, 20 grand on it, right? You can get a few credit cards, aggregate them together, and you can come up with 50 grand. Credit is, the good credit is what raises people out of impoverished situations if it's used properly. Good credit can raise you out of an impoverished situation if it's used properly. And that's why I started hashtag for the free Fridays with my credit mastery series, because I need you to understand that having good credit is what's going to get you started. See, if you come from the type of, uh, of city I come from, if, if you come from the type of community I grew up in, right? You know, when I first started my career, I first started my business, I didn't have nobody to call and say, hey, let me get 50,000, let me get 100,000, let me get 150,000. I didn't have those calls to make. I didn't have them because everybody I knew was just as dirt poor as I was. You know what I mean? They came from nothing like I come from nothing. They ain't got nothing like I ain't got nothing. So nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So, you know, the way I was able to, to do it is because I had great credit. So I could go in and borrow money. And that money helped me get started. Granted, I failed my first business venture, but I was still able to get started and keep going. Great credit is what got me out of what, what began my journey out of an impoverished situation. So that's why I started with credit mastery first, because I know like, like myself, many of us in our community are impoverished and don't have 50 or $100,000 in the bank. So you need to have great credit to be able to begin this journey because that, the, that great credit, those are the wings that are going to lift you out of your impoverished situation. So I want you to know that, right? So you definitely have it. But if you don't have great credit, no, we need to work on that. That's what I'm teaching all about. You know what I mean? So you can go ahead and work on your credit and, and, and get that together. So, you know, that credit can be that capital that you need to be able to get started on your journey where you, it is that you want to be personally or professionally. Now, so let me, since I'm, since I'm talking about wealth building creation, Part of, and, and wealth building secrets, part of what you got to be able to do, and wait, 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 before I get into that, wait, 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 hold up, before I get into that, I want to say that, all right, you know, time is the most important thing you have now, you know now that time horizon is the most important thing to wealth building, right, now here's the great thing, that doesn't mean that 
because you don't have the knowledge yet and you don't have the time and experience yet, uh, the, the time in doing a thing yet to create the, the money that you want to create in your business, that doesn't mean that you can't succeed. If you're smart, what you'll do is you'll get with credible uh, business experts, credible people that are, are already where you want to be and work with them and partner with them and let them help you and guide you and get you uh, and your business to, to, to the place of profit. This is what makes venture capital, angel investing, and, and incubators so such great uh, opportunities. Because what happens is if you get accepted into one, you get the knowledge and experience and relationships of people who have already been massively successful and who find passion in helping other businesses succeed and making money off of those businesses that, that they've helped succeed and invested in uh, and provided their resources and relationships to. There are people who are very passionate about doing that, right? And have set up whole firms and, and whole uh, incubator uh, business development programs uh, to help small businesses succeed. And so incubators are definitely a great place to, to, to go if you can get in. And so, you know, you see how now when you surround yourself with the right relationships and the right knowledge, even if you don't have it yourself, you can learn from those people as your business begins to get the help it needs to grow and expand and make and begin to turn a profit and generate a consistent month over month, year over year uh, positive uh, revenue stream. And so that that again, I can't stress that enough. But with that in mind now. You got to be careful who you associate yourself with now. There's a lot of people out here talking crazy. They talking real hot, using a lot of words incorrectly that sound good because they understand that the level of financial literacy uh, knowledge and, and business development knowledge in, in the community is extremely low. And so they feel if they throw a couple of fancy words out there, you know what I mean, and, and show you a car and a house and some jewelry that you're going to buy from them. And a lot of people are. So let me let me speak to this real quick. Be careful who you take knowledge and information from. Be careful who you associate yourself with. Be careful what courses and books you're investing your, your money into. Because a lot of these fly-by-night gurus, they're not selling you uh, the keys to generating wealth. They're selling you success. And what do I mean by that, right? So a lot of these guys, what they're doing, guys and girls, what they're doing is they either purchase a course or try to write a course themselves. Most of them are just purchasing courses offline, though. And what they're doing is posting these courses for sale for obscene amounts of money, right? And then what they do is when they convince a few people to buy the courses, they'd have made a little money. They hurry up and run out there and get a uh, Louis Vuitton bag. They get a, you know what I mean? They get some nice shoes, a nice little suit. They may rent a car or lease a car for a day. They pay for a photographer. Now they taking photos and now it becomes uh, unsuccessful. So, you know, you should buy my courses because I'm successful. Look at this lifestyle. Hey, listen, let me stop. This. Let me stop that right there. Really successful people don't really move that way. Um, it's not a flashy crowd. Yeah, we like nice things, but we're not really a flashy crowd like that. That's not really how we demonstrate wealth. We demonstrate wealth 
by the impact that we make in the lives of other people. That's how we demonstrate knowledge and wealth, right? We set up foundations. We, we, we give back. We do a lot of giving because once you've figured out how money really works and how simple it really is to make money, you realize that there's got to be more to life than just that, right? And so we look for other things to do to fill the void that we have because we work so hard to get to this money and then we got it and it's not as exciting as we thought it would be over time. And so we look for new, exciting things to do. And what a lot of us turn to is making an impact in our communities. That's what we do, right? We give knowledge, we give money, we give time. We do a lot of things to try to make an impact in our communities and help our communities and uplift our communities, uh, both in the United States and abroad. And so, you know, that is a true demonstration of wealth. It, it, it is using that wealth to make an impact in other people's lives. And the reason why you see these fly-by-night gurus, a lot of them don't do that, is because they don't have the money to do that. They have not established that level of wealth yet. They have not created the success that they are trying to trick you into believing that they've created. And a telltale sign is always, if they're telling you that they have a course, it's $3,500, $2,500, $1,000, whatever it is, right? And you know, they're trying to get you to buy this course. If you should so happen to buy the course and it ain't working out the way they said it was going to work out, chances are they didn't make their money off the course by them applying the principles that they're trying to get you to believe in. They made their money off the course through selling you the course and selling you success. So don't be fooled by these people. Now, so I just wanted to, you know, digress a little bit and share that. The last thing I want to tell you is this, right? There's an old adage that says God smiles on babies and fools. And I am a firm believer of that. God smiles on babies and fools. He really does. And there's a, a old Bible passage that says a fool and his money will soon be parted. And let me tell you, I have seen several fools parted with their money. Uh, the period. Uh, listen, any fool can make money. Any fool can luck up. Even a broke clock is right two times in a day. Any fool can luck up and make money. And that's why I told you that making money is only the first step. What you learn when you've been at this for a while is that it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep that's most important and how you deploy the money that you're making into making an impact in other people's lives. That's what it's really about. That's it. It's no more complicated or simple than that. So this is why you find, right? And I, and I want to give you guys a brief little homework assignment here. Just a brief little homework assignment. Go look up people that have won the lottery. These are fools, by the way. They lucked up, broke clock right two times in a day. They, they hit the lotto. Millions. What you will find when you do that research, and I encourage you to look up some lottery winners, the, the where when they won and where they are now. Most of them are worse off now than they were before they won the lottery. Make that make sense. And the reason why that is is because, again, when you get lucky, when you do a thing right a couple of times and you make money, right, 
what happens is you have not arrived at the knowledge level, the time level, the experience level, the consistent execution level, the discipline level, and the relationship level to be able to successfully keep that money, right? Because you don't, you have not learned what you need to know to be able to keep that money. You have not developed. See, creating wealth is, is, is a development process. Not only does your money grow exponentially on itself, but at the same time, you are growing in knowledge and experience and execution ability, in strategy development, in relationships. Your level of discipline is always increasing. So you are positively evolving as your wealth is continuing to grow. And so the things that you, and mistakes you made early in your career, 15 years later, you don't make those kind of mistakes. See, the, the, the person that you would have gotten in bed with at the beginning of your career and, and done business with at the beginning of your career, you have absolutely zero interest in doing business with 15 years later because you just know a few things differently now, right, than you did before. And it is that progression of growth that allows you to continue to grow your wealth. And so when you, when, when you win the lottery, there was no progression of growth. So because you just had a windfall of money come out of nowhere, you have not developed wealth creation habits, wealth growing habits. You have not developed those. And so you will, you will now have this windfall of money with the same level of knowledge you had the day before, the same level of experience you had the day before, the same bad habits that you had the day before, and you're going to make unwise uh you're going to you're you're going to you're going to create unwise expenditures you're going to buy unwise things you're going to make unwise investments and you're going to end up broke and so if you follow these fake gurus long enough what you're going to see is a lot of them are going to not be around in 2 or 3 years because they or they'll be trying to sell you something else new because this is not what they do. This is not who they are. They did not dedicated the time, right? But they keep popping up every day. There's a new one. You know, they, they pop up like cockroaches and it seems like you smash one and 10 more come. So, you know, all I can do at this point is just warn you, advise you and, and show you uh, what it takes and give you a real firsthand account from someone who's been there, done that and got the t-shirt who lives there, right? I can tell you what it takes uh, from my own experiences. So, hey, y'all, that's all I have for y'all today. That's all I really wanted to share with y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. Um, I hope y'all learned something new. I hope this clarified some things for you guys. So that way, when y'all see these gurus talking and selling you stuff, you're a little bit more careful. You do a little bit more due diligence. Uh, at some point, I'm probably going to do a, a podcast episode on due diligence and how you do due diligence the right way into people to really see what they're about, what they have and what they don't. Uh, but that, that'll be another episode for a later time. Hey, listen, y'all, I appreciate y'all as always. Hey, Amen. Hey, hit that like button. Yo, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell notification. Y'all liking these videos? Hit that bell notification. Hey, listen, leave me a comment at the bottom of this video. Let me know what you thought. And lastly, 
Make sure you hit the join button. Join the hashtag Real Woke Live Chat Community. It is because of your support that I'm able to continue to make this great content, put out this great information, be so consistent with it, and continue to roll out programs and initiatives that benefit our community where we need to be benefited the most. So again, I appreciate you. Thank you guys all so much. Everybody that does support me already, amen. Thank you guys so much. Like, I appreciate your support. You guys encourage me uh, to keep doing what I'm doing, keep moving forward, you know, keep sharing this information, keep, you know, striving to make the proper impact in our community. Like, your guys' support means more to me than you could possibly know. And I really, really appreciate that support. And for all of y'all that don't support me, hey, look here, man, get on the bus. What you're waiting for? Get on the bus. Hit that join button. Let's get in. Let's go. All right, y'all. Listen. So until the next hashtag um, Situation Saturday, because that's what this is, this Situation Saturday. Hey, yo, listen. Until the ha next hashtag Situation Saturday, yo, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Hope y'all learning. I'll holla at y'all on the next episode. Almost!